Welcome to Bible Believers Fellowship and the ministry of BBFOhio.com. I'm Pastor Greg and I welcome you to our study in Luke chapter 22, verses 63 through 71 as we finish our study of that chapter. And we've titled this, And Many Other Things Blasphemously Spake They Against Him. The conclusion can be found at BBFOhio.com where you also find our contact and donation information. Again, that website is bbfohio.com. Now we begin with the current events update, and then our study in Luke chapter 22, verses 63 to 71, titled, And many other things blasphemously spake they against him. This is part one of two. In the meantime, here's your current events update. The world is hurtling so fast toward Antichrist that it is hard to keep up. Our first current events update is regarding liberalism. It is a death cult. If you've been watching our current events updates, you know that. Uh, We've repeated that for about 15 years, actually. Uh, They want to kill babies. And they want to kill you if you won't let them kill babies. We're not going back. I don't care what the laws are. We're not going back. Yeah. Well, I think that's, the women will rise up. That's the activist. That's Jane speaking. Yeah. And, 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 and she probably will get a Nobel Prize. But it's the truth. Very soon. It, it is the truth. But we're I, not going to do it. Besides, besides marching and, and protesting, what else do you suggest? Well, well, it doesn't happen murder. overnight. It's not a miraculous... <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> murder. She's kidding. Wait a second. She's just now, kidding. Don't say that. That's oh, not... you don't know. They'll pick up on that and yeah, just run with it. Yeah, that's the worst. She's Joking. just kidding. It's... Well, let me talk to you about... <laughs> you see her face there at the end? Yeah. The Bible talks about people who do this. They'll, they'll say something they mean, and they'll turn around and say, Oh, I'm only in sport. You ever heard that? Yeah. It's in Proverbs twenty six nineteen. So is the man that deceiveth his neighbor and saith, Am not I in sport? They'll do something or say something to hurt you or that damages you. I was just kidding. That's kind of what she looked like there. Just kidding. <laughs> well, she did walk back her murder comment and said, or instead of, Am I not in sport? She said, obviously, I made it in jest. And uh, she claimed to be using hyperbole. Well, I believe this. If it weren't for the cameras, there would have been little to no correction by the other females that were there. If they were sitting around sipping their cocktails, wherever they do that, and the cameras weren't there, and then somebody, let's say, um, James (laughs) O'Keefe... was there with a hidden camera, you would have seen the real deal. But her bluff has been called Representative Anna Pauline Luna. She uh, posted, I have just notified Capitol Police of Jane Fonda's call to murder pro-life politicians. I expect Jane Fonda and The View to issue public retractions for giving such repugnant behavior a platform. And uh, you may think that's a little uh, crazy, but listen, there are a lot of crazy people out there who will hear her say something like that and act on it. And how many of you remember all the times they accused Donald Trump of, you know, producing violence when he never told anybody to kill anybody or anything? 
couple of times where they there were people causing violence and he uh, advocated uh, putting them in their place and uh, that well that's what they should do when someone's uh, being violent towards somebody else what do you do you, know, you smack them real good knock them to the ground and cuff them that's what you do is that advocating violence absolutely I advocate violence when it comes to people who are acting violently toward innocent people but I do not advocate violence against people that I just disagree with. I do not advocate violence when it comes to even the abortion clinics that are legally operating. I don't uh, advocate uh, violence toward those who are pro-choice, as they like to call themselves. So the question of violence isn't, uh, violence isn't always bad. There have been a lot of people who are very thankful that somebody was violent in protecting them. So the liberal attitude toward life is clear with abortion, they, they want to kill the babies, and parenting. 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 3 says, This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves. And one of the attributes they mention there is without natural affection. Without Natural. It's not natural for human beings to want to murder babies. And then to want to murder people who don't want you to murder babies. It's not natural. And of course the whole sodomite LGBT trans thing is not natural. Here's an example of the liberal mindset. This guy named Seth Rogen claims he's more successful because he didn't have kids. Honestly, he says, thank God. And it's even worse when they do have kids. This is from The Insider, which is a liberal outfit, and they had an article, nine celebrity parents who are raising their children to be sodomites. Not parents whose children became sodomites. These are parents raising their children to be sodomites. Angelina and Jolie and Brad Pitt would be better off having millstones tied around their neck and to be cast into the sea than to be raising their uh, oldest biological child named Shiloh. And look at how mentally insane these liberals are. Shiloh was, quote, assigned female at birth, end quote. It's because Shiloh had a vagina. Shiloh is a girl, period. But Shiloh told the former couple that they, um, they being the child's pronouns they're using, they, it's one person, one girl, she would rather be called John. And so that's how they've raised that little girl, raised her to be a boy. Another example is Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union. And uh, Wade credits his wife, the actor named Union, for helping him embrace his 12-year-old child's fluid gender identity so they could raise that child to be a sodomite. Wow. Warren Beatty and Annette Benign, or Benning, <laughs> it's Benning, in a 2016 interview with Variety, the Oscar-winning actor Warren Beatty opened up about his transgender son 
which is a girl. He says, quote, he's, meaning she, he's a revolutionary, a genius, and my hero. Raised in that way. Speaking of heroes, is there a little ring in here as I'm talking? I just, I knew I wouldn't, couldn't be the only person hearing that. No. Tess, there we go. I think I got rid of it. Did it? Did it end? I don't think so. Charles just going to turn off. Okay. Thank you, Charlie. There you go. That was it. That was it. This is the bottom one. We'll adjust it. So speaking of heroes, because Warren Beatty called his transgender kid a hero, number two, Elon Musk is not a hero. <laughs> I just have to point this out because it seems like they're trying to make him out to be some hero. His Twitter reforms are commendable. The Twitter files, I'm glad he's putting all that out there. But he's still an unsaved globalist. You need to remember these guys, they'll come out against one another because there's, they're, they're wanting power. Yeah. And so that's why Satan has never been able to have a one world government to this day. Because there's always somebody knocking off the big guy because they, oh yeah, they want a one world government as long as they are king. Yeah. Let me bring in Natalie Winters. Natalie, uh, Elon Musk, the fa he's been a fanboy of the CCP uh, pretty intensely, has he not, ma'am? The CCP's China. Well, I think you're letting him off easy by calling him a subsidiary of the Chinese Communist Party because I think that gives him too much power. I think a more apt comparison would be calling him a tributary state because that's exactly what you see from him. You know, it seems like every month or so he comes out with a comment effectively praising the Chinese Communist Party. Remember, he also uh, really made waves when he said China and then he went on to disparage the United States and American workers, saying we were entitled and lazy. There's also have been a lot of reports about how he met with very high-level Chinese Communist Party diplomats, and he told them that he loved China and wanted to visit more, uh, and they allegedly offered him citizenship, a green card, uh, and he thought that that was a great idea. So this is someone who is not just deeply embedded in business with the Chinese Communist Party, um, but someone who makes it, I think, very clear publicly that he supports the regime. And it's no surprise because the regime, the Chinese Communist Party, has time and time and time again really given him special treatment. Um, obviously, Western companies have these sweetheart deals with the Chinese Communist Party to get access to the country. Um, but I think Tesla and Elon Musk really represent a whole other level. And I don't just mean that because he received you know, over $1.5 billion in funds from Chinese state-owned banks to help yeah. build that factory in Shanghai. Um, but it was one of only a few hundred companies that was actually given authority by the Chinese Communist Party to reopen during the shutdowns that they implemented pretty draconianly throughout COVID-19. Um, and again, you know, Tencent, which is a very important company that people should know about, um, it's not only been flagged by various United States federal government agencies as really operating as a tool of the Chinese Communist Party, but it really represents how China seeks to use technology to really expand their, their global uh, hegemony, really 
to replace the United States in terms of the global world order. And Tencent has put, I believe it's $1.8 billion um, into Tesla in terms of of, uh, stock. And again, it just goes to, I think, my, my primary point, which is that not only do the business ties that Elon Musk retains with the Chinese Communist Party really nullify his ability to act in any form of opposition to what the Chinese Communist Party wants, but it really goes a step beyond that because there really is a close relationship there that he publicly praises this country, and he knows that the future of his business, Tesla, really lies in China. They make up about a quarter of the company's sales now, but China being the largest electric vehicle market in the world, um, he's not just going to bite the hand that feeds them, um, but I really think he's he knows better than to bite the hand that controls him, too. Just think about that. I mean, he got $1.5 billion to use for his company. He was able to open up when they closed down the entire country, and they allowed him to open up his business over there. And now uh, he's in business with uh, this other company, and then they also, uh, she pointed out, what was the last thing she was saying there? That, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, well, just keep an eye on him. I mean, just as you see what Elon Musk is doing, be thankful that he does anything that actually does benefit people, but watch as he continues to work with China. And notice the satanic portrait of a fake Jesus behind Bannon's head. How many of you noticed that? Let's zoom in there a little bit. I got news for you. That ain't Jesus. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he's doing the sign of the Baphomet, and he's got that thing around his head. And, anyway, um, we, we repeatedly warn about this because most conservatives are unsaved and spiritually deceived. One of the first things I warned about when it came to that whole Q phenomenon is every time I poked my head in there and tried to communicate with these people, they're pagan. And they're new age and they were denying the biblical doctrines of Christ. There's something wrong there. Now listen, doesn't matter whether it's Q or whoever that is or Steve Bannon or whoever it is. You can listen and test everything they're saying. But don't ever take their word for it because, number one, you're not even supposed to do that with your pastor. You're supposed to test everything you hear by the scripture. But second of all, you're talking about people who don't even know the real Jesus Christ. They don't have the real spirit of Christ in them. So be very careful. And finally, just a quick reminder not to financially support the American Red Cross. Giving blood is one thing. Giving money is another. Uh, The American Red Cross is anti-American. They're globalists. They're controlled by globalists. They use what money you give them for globalist uh, deeds. They do some good works once in a while, but even that a lot of times is exaggerated and you find out all about the corruption behind it. Right now, they're giving out packets to show illegals where to cross and get in the U.S. Why is the American Red Cross doing that? Because all the good organizations you watch, the liberals take them over and ruin everything. The liberals have ruined your public schools. The liberals, when they take over, ruin your churches. The liberals, when they take over anything, will never use it for what it's intended for, and they use it to inflict their own political opinions and agendas on everybody. Red Cross is anti-Christian. 
These kind of stories happen all the time. Um, the AMAC, if you're with the AARP, they should not get your support. Cancel your membership with the AARP and join the AMAC. It's the Association of Mature American Citizens. Um, but they called for a boycott of the Red Cross. This happened a few years ago, but uh, I don't know that they changed their tune. But i just give you an example. How many of you know Clay Higgins? There was an incident in Louisiana after they had the terrible floods where he was just walking around holding a Bible and encouraging people and offering to pray with them. And... He says, I was not proselytizing. I was just there to thank volunteers and offer prayers and encouragement. Uh, he said, shortly after he was asked to leave a Red Cross shelter for holding a Bible. And these stories are happen they happen all the time. I'm not even going to get into the stories where the Red Cross goes in and, and when they take care of kids, they throw them in with pedophiles and criminals and have them taking showers with transgenders and all kinds of things. The American Red Cross is dishonest. This is from ProPublica, who, by the way, was in with NPR, not conservative. These are uh, liberal groups who have done investigations. And this found that the Red Cross CEO has been serially misleading about where donors' dollars are going. They lied about 91 or 92 cents of every dollar going to victims and everything. It's a lie. Uh, down in Haiti, this is a report just from January, the Red Cross raised half a billion dollars and built six homes in Haiti. And they take pictures of the homes and, other, and a handful of people smiling happy in front of it and send it out to raise more money. Gail McGovern has served as president and CEO of the American Red Cross for the past 11 years, and in 2018, her salary was $694,000. Everybody complains about preachers making too much money. And then they throw the money at the Red Cross. This salary, this is even from a, a source called Indeed, and the figures are taken from redcross.org. This salary is significantly higher than other CEOs in the United States of for-profit businesses even. The average is only about 158000 a year. 694000 a year. If you want to throw your money at the Red Cross and pay her salary, that's your right. It's a free country, but you're stupid. And they are preparing to destroy the blood bank in order to placate Sodom. This is their post from the last Pride Month. This June, we're celebrating the contributions of our LGBTQ volunteers, staff, and supporters um, that they make to further our mission. We also recognize the hurt caused by the current blood donor eligibility, 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 easy for me to say, policy for gay slash bi men. This is how we're working towards change. I'm not going to go into all the details, but they want to change that policy. Listen, they don't take blood from the sodomites, not because of some kind of sexual uh, discrimination. It's because of the many, many blood diseases they carry. Yeah. 
And if they let that blood into the system, you're already dealing with a blood bank that's being poisoned by COVID vaccine blood. Then you're going to throw sodomite blood in there. You're not going to want to get blood unless it's from your spouse or your own parents or siblings, which is what I already recommend if it's at all possible. All right, Luke 22, we're going to pick up verse 63 through the end of the chapter, verse 71, titled, And many other things blasphemously spake they against him. So Jesus, as we've seen in previous studies, has been betrayed. He's now been detained or arrested. And he's now being held for trial, uh, most of which is illegal, but we're going to talk about that in a future study. All right, let's go ahead and read. Beginning in verse uh, 63, read with me. And the men that held Jesus mocked him and smote him. And when they had blindfolded him, they struck him on the face and asked him, saying, Prophesy, who is it that smote thee? And many other things blasphemously spake they against him. And as soon as it was day, the elders of the people and the chief priests and the scribes came together and led him into their council, saying, Art thou the Christ? Tell us. And he said unto them, If I tell you, ye will not believe. And if I also ask you, ye will not answer me, nor let me go. Hereafter shall the Son of Man sit on the right hand of the power of God. Then said they all, Art thou then the Son of God? And he said unto them, Ye say that I am. And they said, What need we any further witness? For we ourselves have heard of his own mouth. Amen? Uh, verse 65. And many other things blasphemously. Say that with me. Blasphemously. Okay, just want to make sure you got that. So, this whole chapter is crucifixion day by the reckoning of the Jews from sundown to sundown is the day. And we're now reading the account of the illegal trial of Jesus, at least the very beginning of it. We've given you this timeline available free of charge on our website. And if you look, we're approximately somewhere around 3 a.m. when all this is going down in these first three verses of our text um, that we're reading. Verse 63, And the men that held Jesus mocked him, and smote him. Uh, this is one of those chapters where you read through your daily Bible reading and you go through this, that's great, but there's sometimes, I'll just come to uh, these chapters in each of the Gospels and slowly read through it and think about it. Meditate is the word. Think on it. And you think about this. These men, sinners, that he's about to die for, mocking and smiting him. I just This is what comes to mind is the fact that um, the thought of them doing this to Jesus is really hard to take. <laughs> Jesus is the most pure man to ever walk the earth. Sinless. The wonderful Savior that we sing about so often. And even though it's not right, you can understand the soldiers being a little abusive with guys that they, you know, like Barabbas. He's a, he's a seditionist. 
He's anti-Rome. You know, you can understand them being a little abusive with him. I mean, not that it, we're saying it's right, but we can understand them doing it. Or the, how many of you heard, uh, how, many, how many times you hear about a pedophile going to prison and only serving about six months of his sentence and he's killed? That's not right. It's, it shouldn't be that way, but, I, you know, you can understand that. It's at least understandable. This is not understandable at all. Their abuse of Jesus. And 64 says, And when they had blindfolded him. This is Jesus they're doing that to. Can you picture that? He doesn't look like, doesn't look anything like the dude behind Steve Bannon's shoulder in the painting. But you don't have to picture what Jesus looks like. You just have to think of Jesus being blindfolded. And they struck him on the face and asked him, saying, Prophesy, who is it that smote thee? Judgment day, somebody's going to walk up to that judgment seat and Jesus is going to say, You're the one that smote me. I hope that dude got saved and he's at the judgment seat of Christ. Do you know that Jesus would save him? Because, yeah, he physically smote Jesus, but that's what we're all doing when we sin. be terrible though if this man never got saved and he stands before Jesus at the great white throne. Never lose sight of the fact that he endured all of this for you and I. As you read through this and you see what he's going through, if you really let it affect you, you're going to be teary-eyed. You're going to get a lump in your throat because you're going to be thinking, I'm part of the reason. I'm one of the sinners that he's doing.